welcome to 20 Minutes of Darkness. We have a guest here today, and as you know, we're here to talk about the stuff that no one actually wants to talk about openly. So here we are. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, our guest here is Junior Arceo. He is a friend, buddy, loving father, hard worker. He gets that money. Good guy. So, Junior, the floor is yours, man. Go ahead and share some of that darkness you got, bro. Hey, how's it going, uh, Eric? And I uh, appreciate you guys having me here. You know, I think this is a, a good outlet because uh, especially men have a hard time talking about what's going on in our heads, you know? Right, 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 100%. Uh, just getting straight to it. Uh, I think I can trace down the moment where, uh, you know, I started dipping my feet in darkness. I used to have a dog. His name was, uh, Oso, you know, and he was my dog and, um, playful, loving. I think that was the first time I actually cared about something. I used to live, um, in front of the freeway. The, the freeway would be, the entrance to the freeway was right there. And uh, my mom and my dad went running that day and they left a bucket facing. My mom left a bucket facing down. We had a small fence. My sister was across the street and she screamed at my dog. Hey, also, you know, and it was traffic hour. So he gets so excited. He jumps on the bucket and hops over the fence. And then he gets smashed by a car, dude. And I'm watching all this. I was skating at the corner. You know, and I fucking started crying, dude, ran to my dog. And at that time, I thought he uh, licked me and died. But I was too young to realize that his tongue just flapped out, you know. And, dude, I was devastated. Fucking um, the next following days, my dad brings a new dog, names him also, and says, here's your dog. Completely replaced it, dude, and didn't explain anything to me. Oh, wow. You know, and that's the moment where I said, I don't ever want to feel like this again. You know, fuck, fuck caring for anything. No, I was like maybe 12 years old. How did you feel about that second dog? Did you have the same love for that second dog? No, I couldn't. Because I told myself that I was never going to love anything again, you know, and already my head was all messed up because I grew up in a let's call it a very toxic environment with my parents. So when that happened, I was already kind of dipping in and, you know, getting lost and drinking and partying and stuff like that, though. So I was living wild, dude. Then uh, when I turned 20, uh, I got into an accident. Um, I was racing on the freeway going about 140, 150 miles per hour. The back tire just blew, dude. And I spun out. Ended up uh, rolling across the freeway, ended up in a freeway embankment and wrapped around the tree. They used the jaws of life to get me out. Wow. They brought me back with the defibrillator, bro. And mm. at that point, I was doing good. I was making money. I was working for Pepsi, I, you know, but I was immature as fuck. And I think yeah. this happened so life can just slap me and just say, wake up, you know? So I ended up in jail. Uh, got released and I fell into this depression and darkness where instead of just dipping my feet, I was just, I let myself be submerged by the darkness. So I learned how to hide in the darkness with what happened with my dog. Cause I, I put a mask on and 
I wasn't allowing myself to be me. Right. So I found reading when I was locked up. And then I found out that I've always written, but then I found out that I really enjoyed it. It was like darkness was my muse. So all these mm-hmm. poems that I have just stem from this darkness that I was at, okay. you know, and um, I want to share one with you guys. Yeah, hard to go one right here. This is the, this this was my first one. I wrote this when I was eighteen. It's called uh, Three Friends." One of them said, "The poem says, I have three lifelong friends: destruction, madness, and chaos. Destruction follows me everywhere. Madness comes and goes as she pleases. Chaos has been there ever since I can remember. You know, that's that's when I started writing because I knew who I was, but there were so many layers on top of it that." I didn't know how to get to my core. I didn't know how to get back to my core. So writing really helped me. I tried uh, so many things to 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 get out of my head because I knew I was in this darkness. I knew I was I shouldn't be doing these things. And then I started. I went through a point where I didn't feel anything. That I just started just being promiscuous with different women just because I wanted to feel something, even if that something was emptiness. Right. You know, it was just, I was so numb to everything, you know, and I was there for a while, dude. My whole twenties, my whole twenties were just fucking empty. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Uh, I ended up going to UCI, you know, I ended up finding that UCI offered, um, you know, therapy for you, okay. you know, and even though it was, it was something new for me in my culture, we really don't talk about going to therapy or going to do any of that. Right. So I went and I really enjoyed it, you know, but then I got in some more troubles that I had to stop going to school. I had to walk away from school with one class left to get a double major, you know, Dang. but you know, I don't regret it because I didn't love it. And now I do something that I love, you know, but anyway, so I found therapy and, um, it helped, you know, it helped for a while, you know, for a while I was able to function in the darkness, even though I was still there, you know, then, um, I started, you know, slowly relapsing into that darkness because my life wasn't anywhere close to where I wanted to be, you know? Um, I had a kid on the way, you know, I, I needed, I needed to do something. I already have a daughter by the way, but I needed to do something because now it's not just one kid, it's two kids, you know? So I had to be straight myself because my goal in life is never to be my father. And I I made that goal at that time to help myself get out of this darkness that I needed to overcome. You know, because now I was going to be caring for three lives, mine and two kids. Yeah. I was okay for a while. I went to therapy when I started feeling bad again. This was years down the line. But then I, uh, it was this program where um, you, it's low income. So there's help out there, you know. So yeah. there's a low income program that allows you to pay five bucks, depending on how much money you make. You know, at that time, I wasn't doing so well. That was part of why I was in this darkness and depressed. And, but that experience was horrible because instead of the, uh, let's call it therapist freaking listening to me, I felt judged. 
Uh, you know, I can see that. I can see that. I, she was like, she would look at me with this judgment and just, you know, I, I, one day I just, I just told her, look, I, I don't think you and I are a good fit because I was like, you sit there acting like you're perfect and you're judging me as opposed to listening to me. I told her, I appreciate the time, but I think you're, it was kind of a dick move, but I told her, I, I feel like you're incompetent to be my therapist. You know, and I just ended that, dude. And I just managed to find different ways to cope, you know, especially mm-hmm. writing. You know, um, I found work. Like, there's a point where all, even now, sometimes I feel like all I do is work because it's my only safe place. It's where I can control everything, you know? I get that. Yeah, and... um trying to step out of the darkness it's 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 very hard you know it's super hard like one of the most difficult things that I've done in my life you know but I, I've learned throughout time that the first thing I got to do is I had to do myself was accept myself mm-hmm. you know accept who I was you know care for who I am love who I am you know it took a while and it was hard to find but I just put it out I just threw it out in the universe like, you know, I, I I'm better than this. Yeah. You know? And I didn't I didn't go to it every day, but somehow I would always work to what I knew was out there that I was better than this. You know, so I found different things to do for myself. I took up running, riding, you know, a lot of different things. And then I found work. That's at work, it's where I process everything. Okay. You know? I feel like I'm really me, you know, because like I've, I created this, this facade of who I was my whole life and no one really got to know me because I was too scared to feel that feeling I did when I lost my dog. You know, it was one of the worst feelings I felt in my life. It took a lot of courage to, to be able to allow myself to, to go through that. And the best advice I can give anyone that's in that darkness, just find your light, try different things. Cause not everything's going to work for everybody. Right. There are similar things that are going to work, but just step number one is accepting yourself and accepting that there's room to change and realizing that there is room to change. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting how, things that happened to us in our childhoods, we carry it with us until we kind of face it. Um, But I was curious as like a father, if you had kind of the the experience with your son who loved his dog, how would you have done it differently as a father? Oh, wow. Now that I'm, I never thought about it that way until I became a father the first time with my daughter, you know? Um, I would have sat him, any of my kids, not just my son, my daughter too. So my daughter had a similar situation, but really quick, um, she had a dog. His name was Charlie, you know, and my daughter was the only child her whole life. She didn't have a sibling until she was 12. So he was, the dog was her company. And someone, one day someone left the door open and he ran out. And it was a little, one of those little Pomeranians, I think they're called. Yeah. 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 And somebody stole it. So she was devastated. She was yeah. five years old, you know, and I, she called me crying. Immediately I went over there, 
I knew how she was feeling, you know, and we made posters. You know, I knew that it was it was going to be very difficult to find that dog. I knew off the bat, but I helped her do something about her. You know, I, I, I wanted to know I want her to know that there's a chance he might come back, that, there right. you know, there's a possibility that it just doesn't end there. You know, and I talked to her. I told her I understood what she was feeling. I told her we didn't have to get a dog again until she was ready. You know, I, I, I told her whenever she's ready, if she wanted another dog, I would get her a dog. You know, right. I just communicate with your children. You right. know, of course, that's of course. that's it. Just communication. One of the biggest thing, not just in life, it's being able to communicate, you know, realizing that you have a voice and somebody else has a voice. And a lot of people feel like they have no voice at all. You know, you t- I talk to different people, you know, and 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 I, and, and I always constantly remind them. Remember that you are allowed to feel that way. Remember that you have right. a voice to be heard. And a lot of people forget that. And it's they part do. of being in that darkness because there's nothing. When you're in that darkness, there's nothing. You know, it's this endless, vast nothingness. You know. So and, would you define darkness as like, like, because everybody has a different definition of darkness and that feeling. So would you say it's kind of feeling neutral like you don't care about anything or i think how, how, it's I not guess. feeling neutral i think it's like i, I don't think i, I kind of see what you're saying but i don't think neutral is the right word i think it's yeah. more like feeling nothing like just nothing empty yeah. like 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 you feel like a robot you're just moving through life you're just you know swimming walking whatever you're doing in this darkness and sometimes it's indulging you know, because there's times that I fed it and I knew I shouldn't be, but I wanted it more because that's when I felt something. It was it's 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 a drug to me. Darkness is a drug. I've never done heroin, but I've seen people fiend for it. And there was a time where I would fiend for that darkness. I wanted it. You know, there was a chaos. And 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 that's the problem when you start enjoying it. And not wanting to get out because it's feeding something in you. That's where I was. That's where I wanted to come back to because you mentioned um, there was a point in your life where you said you wanted to do better. You want to make a change, right? And then you had a kid, you got a daughter, and then 12 years old, you got got your son. So I'm interested to know when did that transition take place? Was it the kids? Did the kids play that role? Like When did that transition take the place where you say, you know what? I got to get about what I'm in. I got to move yeah. forward and make this change. When, when was yeah. that? So I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like with my daughter, I knew I had to be better, but I was still very immature, very immature. You know, I was feeding my ego. I wanted pleasure. So then my son came about and I said, it was my son. It was now I have two kids. I was like, I grew up in this very broken home. I don't want my kids to be me. I don't want my kids to grow up and be me. That's why I am not with moms because I, I, I saw myself turning into my parents, you know, and I didn't want that. So it was my kids, bro. It was my kids that made me realize that I needed better. I, I knew I wanted it, but I didn't have the determination. Not, I don't want to say motivation, but determination, the self-discipline to to take it i was scared 
And then once my kids came, I realized that it, I couldn't be scared anymore. I needed, I needed to do better because I don't want my kids to be me. And, and, and I know I have to be better, even though sometimes I fall back. I have, my son's autistic. So he's gonna, he's, he has autism. And from what it looks like is he's gonna need me my whole life, his whole life. My apologies. You know, he's gonna need me to be there. So how can I be there broken? And guiding my kid when he's going to need me at my 100%. My daughter, she has a very good head on her shoulders. I don't worry so much about her because I see the little young woman that she became, and I'm so proud of her. But my son, I know I'm going to have to be there. I didn't know this prior to him being born when I kind of snapped. But what reaffirmed everything was I have an autistic child that I have to show up 100% for. You know, and the good thing is that I'm good at putting on that mask. I can put on that mask and to him, I can pretend that everything's okay and he doesn't have to see it. Yeah. 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 And and I think in, in a sense, it's good for him that him and mom are not together because he wouldn't have been who he is. He would have been destroyed by our toxicity and our darkness because we right. carry our father's darkness, our parents' darkness. You know, that that's inherited. It's just like madness. It's all it's all inherited, but we decide if we want to keep it. Feel me? Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, one hundred percent. But you have to make that choice not to want that, and it's hard. It's it's easier said than done. It's really hard, but you know it's possible. Dope, dope. Well, man, that that was real deep, man. And I want to appreciate what you're sharing. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people out there will take this to heart because a lot of people can relate, man. One hundred percent, man. So. I want to thank you, Junior, for coming on to the show, man, and sharing this with us, man. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to 20 Minutes of Darkness.